Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's good, everybody? It is Friday, October 21st, 2022. This is the Early Edge, your daily sports betting brand of record. We are powered, as always, by the almighty sports line, the best value in all sports betting, and it is not close. Now, you know Friday's a big day at the brand, but before we look forward, as always, we must look back. And yesterday, not a bad day. Now, the morning show was what it was, but this, this is what I want to sit on for a second. This is our live show last night, and so many of you, the audiences are so big now, nine and two. Somebody in the chat said, I think it was Jeff said, I took it on the chin yesterday. Well, come and watch us. Prime time. Every primetime NFL game, my guys break it down top to bottom, and my goodness, how about A.B. just cleaning the house? No sweats at all for those four plays. Now, today I mentioned a big day at the brand. Here is what it looks like. Special start time for early edge in five, 3.30 p.m. Eastern on Fridays because at 4 p.m. Eastern, you know it's the best prop show in America. Prop stars, Sian Ajad and Uncle Dave from Fantasy Football Today live with me at 4 p.m. Eastern time. But let's bring in the stars of the show this morning. And you know on Fridays, at Sinful said in the chat, it's chip day. You're damn right, it's chip day. So let's start right there, live. Woo, I don't even know where he's rolling at today, but he is Chip Patterson. Good morning, sir. Raleigh, North Carolina, where we are just beating our hearts and feeling good about the weekend ahead. Like, did we get extra sleep because we had a couple of snoozers in college football? Yes, that only makes us fresher and sharper as we head into the weekend. Feeling good. Great to see everybody. That's what I'm talking about. This man now does anything. CFL, FCS. You want him to cap it? He will do it. Emory Hunt. Good morning, sir. Good morning, guys. I'll just let you know right off the bat, check your TV stations on SNY at 1 p.m. tomorrow as I'll be the color analyst for Mammoth versus Rhode Island. Outstanding game. And I'll give you a Saturday play right off the bat just to tee it off to get things going. Jackson State Campbell, big game tomorrow. It's a monumental matchup. Jackson State is 11 and a half point favorites, but take Campbell in the points. This one will be a lot closer than people think. Just say thank you later. Just say thank you later. And speaking of thank you, I could not, I don't even have enough time to read all the notes from the chat on what my boy AB did last night. You literally, AB, said, This is what's going to happen. We turn the TV on or iPad or whatever we watch, Amazon Prime. And every single thing happened just like you said. We didn't know Andy Dalton was going to throw eight interceptions, but everything else was awesome. Well done by you, sir. 
Hey, I appreciate that. You know what? And I'm going to say on our Wednesday college football show, we said at the end, if you want good karma because of what Chip has done for us, go follow the Cover 3 podcast, right? Just do it. People did it, and look, good karma happened. So yeah. I'm just going to say, if you want some good karma this weekend, follow the early edge right now. Turn on those notifications. I'm just saying, history has shown that it's spreading to work. Yeah. You're absolutely right. I'm just going to let that marinate for a second. Just let it marinate for a second. All right, we got a lot to get to, so let's do it. Storylines could affect the betting lines today. And I got to tell you, Chip, it's not just about the SEC this year. There's a lot of good storylines outside of the SEC. Start us off. Yeah, we've got a really strong season in the Big 12. We've got a really strong season in the Pac-12. And we've got some bangers this weekend that will determine those conference title races. Now, why is that so important? Because the... These are the conferences that are doing divisionless play. That means top two teams in winning percentage. That's it. And so what do we have in the Pac-12? Four teams that are all in the top 15 in the polls all have either zero or one loss in conference play. What do we have in the Big 12? Four teams in the top 20 of the polls, all with zero loss or one loss in conference play. We got the first little addition last weekend. We saw that thriller between TCU and Oklahoma State needed overtime just to get it settled. We saw USC and Utah, the Utes getting it done at home, going for two to walk it off. We've got more this weekend. It's UCLA and Oregon. That one's going to be a lot of your attention, but don't sleep on Texas and Oklahoma State. And the reason why I want to bring these up and the reason why they're so important is because the head-to-head tiebreakers will determine who gets to play on the first Saturday in December. Because you've got all of these teams, they're going to end up tied at 7-2, and 8-1. and one. They might not be in the college football playoff, but they are some of the best teams in college football and the games that are happening today and tomorrow and next week will determine who gets to hoist the hardware in December. Which is also why, Chip, all these headlines, it seems like every couple of days, saying, committee, not quite sure when they're going to expand the playoffs. This is why we need it now. We need 12 now, not next year, not now. A lot of good teams, a lot of good stories. I like it. Thank you, Chip. Now, NFL, we've been killing it here at the early edge, and nobody knows more about Tennessee and Tennessee sports than our five-tool player. Now, last week, Tennessee, the Titans did not play A-B, but that could be a good thing. Tell me why. It's a great thing, Coach, and you know what? The reason being is this. Mike Vrabel, since becoming the head coach of the Tennessee Titans, after eight-plus days of rest of the regular season, a bye week, he's 8-0 straight up and 8-0 against the spread. Now, look, this is going to make it even better. They're going up against the Indianapolis Colts, who they beat 24-17 in week four. They're going for the season sweep, and for a team that can essentially put a headlock on the AFC South, Mike Vrabel's a lot like you, Coach, like does not run away from, you know, the narrative, so to say, everyone on that team and the coaching staff knows exactly what time it is coming out of a bye and coming against the Annapolis Colts. Yeah, we might have a play on the Titans here in just a bit. My guess is that we will. And also, don't forget, speaking of Sunday, speaking of Sunday, we got three big shows, 10 a.m., noon, and 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. All right, let's get into our board. But before we do that, as you all know, We have to pay those pesky little bills. Here's a word from one of our incredible partners. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we are back for those watching on YouTube, listening on Apple or Spotify. We want you all. And here on Fridays, you know when you come here, you get picks not only for Friday, but Saturday too. So Emery Hunt. I'm going to start with you. Give me uh, two picks from Friday, if you don't mind. I would love that. Oh, absolutely. But first, I got to give a cool shout-out to my Raging Cajuns. Let's go. We are going to beat Arkansas State. So that's the homer in me taking it off. But here's the two picks for tonight. Listen, Princeton-Harvard may play the most competitive game tonight. Both teams are excellent. Run game is fantastic for for, uh, Harvard. Aiden Borden. Uh, Borgay is a fantastic tailback, but he's running to a very tough Princeton Tigers defensive front. And I feel like because of that defense, going to make Harvard play a one-dimensional game, make them throw the football more than they want to, I'm going to say take Princeton and the points here. I like that uh, number here in the Ivy League tonight, Friday night, battle for the first place. Uh, obviously, Penn is still undefeated, but these two teams are still uh, undefeated also in Ivy League play. And also tonight, another pick. Western Kentucky, UAB, both have explosive offenses. Austin Reed, I interviewed him last year when he was playing down in Pensacola for the West Florida Argonauts, doing his thing uh, with Coach Shinnick, fantastic coach down there, has already got those guys to a national championship. Program is only like five or six years old anyway. So he's playing for Western Kentucky now. He's throwing the football all over the yard. 21 touchdowns, nine interceptions, 71% completion percentage. Their offense is fire, right? But also UAB. Explosive run game. You talk about Jermaine Brown Jr. You also talk about Dwayne McBride. McBride has 11 rushing touchdowns, 6.7 yards to carry. Brown has 6.5 yards to carry, three rushing touchdowns. Because both offenses can score in different ways, I like this over 58 and a half points tonight. Oh, Emory, you know how to get to my heart. You know, you get me an over on a Friday night. There's nothing that I like more. But somebody has to win that game. Chip? Who do you think, Will? Ooh, I love getting Cayusa on the Mothership <laughs> CBS Sports Network on a Friday night. I, too, am going to be feasting on Bowling Green because styles make fights. And Emory is right on the money that UAB has found a really explosive run game. But the way that UAB handles its business does not move anywhere close to the tempo that Western Kentucky runs. You know, these are in opposite ends of the spectrum in Conference USA, opposite ends of the spectrum in terms of all of FBS, in terms of plays per game, in terms of pace, how often they snap the ball. And I think that since styles make fights, and I'm right there with Emory, if you want to throw a little same game parlay together, I think the over is going to hit. And because it's going to be a little bit more high scoring, that is going to favor the home team that is used to playing at this rhythm. I think Western Kentucky defends the home turf. They play the game, their style, and when you need to go and get these points, 
If you can sling it through the air, you can score quickly. So give me the Hilltoppers. All right, and that game is at 8 p.m. again on CBS Sports Network. Synergy. Now, there is one other game tonight at 4.30 my time, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. And if you just look at the records, A.B., 2 and 4, oh, it's an even matchup. Oh, it could not be farther from the truth. Who do you like when you look at Tulsa making that trip to Temple? Oh, yeah. I'm, give me Tulsa in this one. Look, and this is no hate to anybody around the Philly area that is a Temple grad, but look, that's a bad team, buddy. Look, we're going to go Tulsa, second half team total, over 16 and a half. Look, we played this last week in regards to uh, these Wednesday, Thursday, Friday night college football games. They start slow. All right, but the second half, they tend to pick up Tulsa, averaging nearly 330 yards in passing offense this season. They're not a great football team, but they are much better than Temple. That being said, don't want anything to do with the spread. Don't want anything to do with the full game total. But we will take Tulsa over two touchdowns and a field goal in the second half of this game. They will push the tempo there. Right. Love that. Yeah, we just cashed this same bet on App State. On Wednesday night. So this is a very smart bet. Now, you said you want nothing to do. You use that phrase, correct, A.B.? Well, I correct, want nothing sir. to do with this statement from the chat from Fresco. He says, thanks for the prop bets and the great picks on the live stream show. I'm taking my wife and my mistress to dinner tonight. Nice. <laughs> they Good say everything that, in life is a gamble. That sure is whiskey woman. <laughs> Woo, boy. <laughs> You're so right, Chip. You are so right. Fresco, let us know how that works for you. Let us know how that works for you. Hey, my man might have it figured out. Like, if he does, I kind of want the playbook on this. Like, dude, break it down. What do you got? Uh, All right. It's one of those days. It's one of those days. And, Emery, because it's one of those days, I feel like I need, I don't know, I don't know, maybe a parlay or multiple parlays. Is there anything you could do for me, sir? Sure. Uh, Let's start with something simple, right? Temple. I'm sorry. Temple was playing Tulsa. Temple's offense took the, the rest of the game off. It was funny watching that game live last weekend. They got up. They scored 13 points against UCF. And everybody was like, oh, Warner's son is great. This looks great. He's bringing a, bringing a calm and presence. And then they didn't score the rest of the game. So look at that being the backdrop. Ladies, 13 and a half points with Tulsa. And take the over 52 points. Tulsa's offense, I think, will get it together against Temple. Another game tonight takes place out here in New York. On Long Island, no, so in Staten Island, Long Island, LIU travels to Staten Island. It's 42 miles, but it's going to take them like five hours to get there because of the traffic for the time of this game, right? So you look at this matchup, both teams are struggling to score the ball. I like LIU's offense. Owen, um, they're the Titan. Owen Glasgow is an NFL prospect. I say take the under here, both struggling offense, but lay these three points with. LIU. Again, I'm not a wildlife expert or a zoologist, but I do know Seahawks and birds fly south for the winter and sharks don't like cold water. So that's why I like the under there in this ball game. And lastly, and most importantly, we I've been to London, Ontario. I've been to uh, Quebec City. I've been to Toronto. I've been to Hamilton. I've been to Montreal. And I've also been to Ottawa. I'll be stumping across these continents, conquering my art like Napoleon Bonaparte. So you look at this game, Ottawa taking on Hamilton. Since they fired Paul LaPolice, the head football coach, their offense has scored 24 points, 30 points last weekend in a loss, a four-point loss. And in this game, they're six-point underdogs against Hamilton, who still has a chance to grab that playoff crossover spot from Saskatchewan. 
I'm taking Ottawa plus six here because I like the fact that they're going to put points up on the board, and I like the over there as well, over 49 points. Again, Bob Dice, the head coach, has gotten this offense together. They're scoring points to go along with this defense. Had this happened earlier in the year, we're talking about Ottawa being a playoff team. And again, we look at Paul LaFelice's last two games, 14 points, 19 points. Since then, 24-30. And tonight, I think they scored 30 as well. Hamilton's going to keep this one very close because they score, you know, also and they're trying to get those playoff, that playoff spot. So take Ottawa plus six and go over. You're making me think of some of the old WWE stories when you bring up Ottawa. One of these days, you get a couple drinks in me. It may involve a bus. I'll stop right there. I'll just stop. Right there. I'll stop right there. <laughs> All right. Now, Chip, you already gave us one for tonight, but I know that you are focused on several games tomorrow. It's a big Saturday for a lot of reasons. It's kind of a rubber meets the road as we get to the end of October now. What do you like for Saturday, sir? Well, let's start uh, in the Pac-12 with that game that I told you is going to be so important for determining tiebreakers to see who gets to play for the conference championship. Give me UCLA plus the six and a half. Uh, I think that this is a game that is going to be one possession all the way through. Dorian Thompson-Robinson, fifth-year starter. Not a fifth-year senior, fifth-year starter. So much experience, not going to be phased by playing in Autzen Stadium. Chip Kelly revenge game against Oregon, also of note. But really, I think that this Oregon defense right now now, though they have Georgia's old defensive coordinator, Dan Lanning, as the head coach, it has not really been performing at an elite level. That group has really been led by the offense. So I think UCLA is going to be able to get what they want. Big game from Zach Charbonnet. It's raining a lot in this game. Otherwise, I would like UCLA by a lot, maybe even tell you take the money line. But ultimately, the Bruins will never go away. Give me those six and a half points. Now we turn our attention to the Magnolia Bowl in the spotlight in the SEC on CBS game of the week, Ole Miss and LSU. How many times has Ole Miss beaten LSU the last six trips to Death Valley? Well, I'll tell you, zero. So I think that LSU is going to be able to control this game, but it's a coin flip. I'm going to be honest with you, but controlling the game means keeping Ole Miss's offense off the field. It means leaning on those running backs. Jaden Daniels using his legs to get those third down conversions, keep drives alive, not let the Rebels rushing attack, which is fantastic to get into rhythm. So give me the under 68 there. Finally, uh, they're not finally got two more for you first. So, Mike Leach has been at Mississippi State. You know, he's had two games against Nick Saban's Alabama. The cumulative score for Alabama and Mississippi State, and it's Nick Saban's Alabama against Mississippi State and Mike Leach, is 90 to 9. I don't, I don't, I want to like say it slowly so you understand. There have been two games between Nick Saban's Alabama and Mike Leach's Mississippi State. The cumulative score is 90 to 9. Angry Alabama. They cover the 21 with ease. Also, if you want to get sick with it, maybe a Mississippi State team total under because you know that after giving up 52 last week, that Crimson Tide defense can be playing with their hair on fire. And finally, I just wonder how long TCU can be out here just playing Icarus because I think they're flying too close to the sun. <laughs> I mean, they've been running hot all the way back to the SMU game in September. I mean, that was the Sonny Dykes revenge game. You know, then you had to go against an Oklahoma team that then was in the top 20. Then you had to do the Kansas game with college game day, both teams undefeated. Then you go into overtime against Oklahoma State. At some point, 
you have to think that this TCU team is going to see the wear and tear, the, maybe a little bit of slip in focus, a little bit of slip in execution, and the last team that you want to play if you've got a slip in focus or slip in execution is a team that will make you pay for your mistakes like the Kansas State Wildcats. So give me the Wildcats plus the three and a half on the road at TCU. I think just to do everybody else in America a service, because we like to educate. We like to entertain. I'm going to clip off that last two minutes. I'm going to send it to every other talent in America and say, this is how you do it. This is how you do it. Maurice says, I love this show. Reed says, doing it. No, he says, dang it. Oh, just like Chip says, dang it. I love this Friday crew. The best full stop. That's what I say all the time. Now, AB says this is his favorite hour of the week. It's only 20 minutes, but that's what he always says. So, AB, I don't think that it has passed you that after a 4-0 night last night, a non-sweat night that I'm rewarding you this morning with the maestro spot. So don't let me down. What do you got, big boy? No pressure, no diamonds, coach. I won't let you down at all. First, we are going to play Mississippi State and Alabama under 61. Chip, go ahead, hit me with that stat one more time, please. The last two times that Alabama's Coached by Nick Saban, has played Mississippi State, coached by Mike Leach. It's 90 to 9. 90, 90 to, nine. to 9. Exactly. Right. And look, understand Nick Saban, when they lose, the process has been incredibly consistent. The last six regular season losses, the next game, all six hit the under. All right. Nick Saban's process is getting back to fixing the defense, running the football, controlling the clock, playing field position, and fixing the pre snap penalties. We're going to roll the under 61 because, look, Alabama could win 49 to 10. We still cash. This is going to hit the under. Mississippi State is not going to put points on the board at all. Take the under here. And then Sunday, our final play, the Titans, minus two and a half against the Indianapolis Colts. I told you exactly what time it is. Mike Vrabel, eight no straight up, eight no against the spread, coming off a regular season bye at home with the opportunity to sweep the Indianapolis Colts and put a chokehold on the AFC South. Mike Vrabel teams know exactly what time that it is, not to mention Derrick Henry has gone for 100 yards over and over and over against the Indianapolis Colts. And the Titans defense, last time they beat him in week four, wasn't healthy. It's healthy now. Yeah, get them at home, take the Titans minus two and a half. People at home, whenever you see that big old fat smile on AB's face, you know, you know he likes a play. And my man is rolling. All right, you know what time it is. Grab your paper, grab your pencil. Here is the recap courtesy of Jake the Snake on the ones and the twos. We'll start with Chip. He's on Western Kentucky. That game's tonight, minus one and a half. Then four games on Saturday. UCLA, love this pick. Can't believe they're getting six and a half in this game. Then Ole Miss, LSU under. The books still think Ole Miss is the team the last couple of years. No, they've got a defense now, under 68. Alabama, you do not want a fired-up Nick Saban this week. Minus 21 over Mississippi State. K-State, plus three and a half. The Wildcats. They are a really good team this year. Then A.B. is on Tulsa. Second half team total over 16, 16 and a half. Tulsa will drill Temple tonight. Best believe that. Titans minus two and a half in the Mississippi State, Alabama. Let's go to the under 61. Then Emory, we've got to split it up. Princeton, Western Kentucky, UAB over 58 and a half. That's tonight. That Tulsa parlay, that's tonight. Minus 13, little same game parlay over 52. Then we'll go Long Island minus three, under 55. Ottawa plus six in the CFL and over 49. And by the way, one play from Sportsline. We're going to go to the NBA. If you watched the Raptors the other night, Maestro cast them for us. They're playing the Nets, who looked a hot mess. 
Kyrie looked like he didn't even want to play. Talk about after the game. Oh, it comes down to who plays more physical. Oh, it's game number one, Kyrie. It's play number one. <sighs> All right. I got a question right quick before we wrap it up. If Ole Miss is ranked seventh, and why are they underdogs in this ballgame? Well, what do you mean? What do you mean, old old Miss? Because they got a zero in the loss column, and AP voters just go, uh, 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 uh. Yeah, as long as you got a zero in the loss column, then you're going to keep scooting up. I mean, like, what is Ole Miss' best win? It's 22 to 19 against Kentucky. That's the that's the that's best it. win that you've got so far. I mean, congrats on beating up on Georgia Tech. Woo-wee. <laughs> All right. oh we saw that. We saw that manifest itself that last hard. night. Yeah, LSU is more LSU is more battle tested for sure. Right. I mean, yeah, I true. I truly think it's a coin flip game. Maybe some good live betting opportunities, but I think it will be tight and close, and that's why I like the uh, I like the under there. That total in that Kentucky Ole Miss game, it was high fifties too, and it didn't even come close. Uh, Not even close. Mm-hmm. By the way, is is there a worse offensive team than Georgia Tech? I can't even believe I placed a dime on them. Like that was embarrassing. Did oh, you see how the game ended? Yeah, uh, like, out of bounds. Like, Yo, what the hell, bro? Like, no, I turned it off when they turned the ball over. Right, he didn't uh, even throw the hail mary. He, yeah, he had a shot. Oh. I mean, it's yeah, yeah. They've he didn't even push it down the field. He started rolling out to his left, and he was rolling, and he was rolling, <laughs> and he just walked right to the bench. <laughs> he didn't even put it in the air. Like, at oh. least give yourself a chance to well, that, like. That's, have that's how the game should have ended. That's how it oh. should have ended because it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. Under Man, cash though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> now, Emory, you got anything else? You gonna ruin my flow? He nah, said, yeah, no, I, I'm good. I, 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 told, I told y'all guys at the beginning. Like, <laughs> in the point. Hey, hey, listen. We, we we got the steamboat, and then I think that uh, AB's gonna be on a rocket ship. Looks like man's working for NASA, getting ready hey, to get up to the listen, space station. Homeboy, homeboy in the chat got the great concept like listen if you win it like this you can take your wife and your mistress to dinner that's that's what we're talking about levels levels <laughs> there are levels to that game too there's no doubt about that there is no doubt about that all right well, we gotta get the hell out of here there's only one thing left to do and you all know what that is i think i think you got your marching orders let's take all of these friday saturday and sunday tickets straight to the pay window. Don't forget more best bets today. Early edge and five special start time, 3 30 p.m. Eastern time. And then our props extravaganza. We'll see you in a job. Uncle Dave and prop stars at 4 p.m. Eastern time. There's no other place you need to go. We got you covered. Haven't missed a day since December of 2020. Any other shows do that? Didn't think so. Right here. Early edge. Good luck. The baseball season is in full swing, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Stample, every weekday as we recap every player from every game. We'll talk waiver wire ads, drops, players to trade for, prospects who could make an impact, and everything in between. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found.